Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, Jared, Bob, and Jones flying at you today uh, on a wonderful Tuesday evening. Um, so, should we uh, should we jump right into this this r- ridiculous debate we were talking about the other day, or do you want to talk about how much Christmas is stupid? Or we already like talked that? about it. We already talked about Christmas. Let's go to the other list. Yeah. All right. Christmas is dumb. It was two days ago. Fuck. Fuck that. Let's go to the let's go to the list that Jones brought up. Jones, you want to introduce it to us? Yeah, I'm trying to pull up right now. Yeah, uh, take the honors. All right. So I was cruising around Twitter was last night. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And according to Forbes, they have a list of the most controversial people in the world. <clears throat> Number one is uh George W. Bush. Whatever. Um Number two is Michael Jackson, who is both alive and dead. So I don't know how that actually works. Yeah, for the for the listeners here, there's uh, there's a few columns here. It's like the person's name, um, whether they're alive or dead, um, the rank that they're at. What are some of the other columns they have over there? Uh, national origin. Yeah, where they're from. And so yeah. under the alive or dead column, Michael Jackson says both, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I don't Apparently, know. Really, he is both alive and dead. Yeah, I don't know what the conf- uh, the context is for that. Uh, number three is Jesus, who is very much dead. Yep. Uh, Barack Obama was kind of a sneaky pick at four. I didn't think he was that controversial. Yeah. Uh, five is Hitler. Six is Britney Spears, and seven is the Undertaker, which I kind of took offense to. He's not really that controversial. I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Probably the whole say like being dead and like satanic and shit. Uh, eight is Roger Federer, which don't get that because he number didn't two, get a vaccine. Maybe. That's it. He's the number that eight was, most controversial figure in the world. That was Djokovic. Oh, never mind. And then rescind, uh, rescind my previous statement. Nine is Kane, which I thought was hilarious. But, yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> I feel like he is more controversial than the Undertaker because he outwardly shoots guns and is just a mayor. And he's well, Kane. I wouldn't even include any of that because they said Kane, not Glenn Jacobs. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I um, there's no context. I tried to look up context and I could not find anything. Uh, Ten is Beyonce. Eleven is Muhammad, which I feel like Muhammad's probably more controversial than yep. Beyonce. Yeah, but totally retarded. Uh, 12 is Eminem, 13 is John Cena, 14 is Mariah Carey, which is a wild take. DJ uh, is 15, it's not the golfer, it's an actor. He's like Dollywood, I guess. And uh, uh, Elvis is 16. Yeah, so uh, a couple things here, right out of the gate. Um, this might be it to to steal Dats's words about this the other day this might be the worst list that was ever put together for any sort of category of any reason for like the history of ever like and this is from Forbes which is like a pretty reputable organization and magazine too and like like you said I know you said you looked for context and couldn't find any like how this this almost makes me feel like it either didn't come from Forbes or it's fake somehow. You know what I mean? Like how the fuck 
can this be that bad? Your number one most controversial person? Because my other thing is like, what year is this from? Is this supposed to be this year in 2022? Because how the fuck is George W. Bush the number one most controversial person in the world in 2022? Like half the fucking people alive today weren't even born when he was president. Right. One one of my notes is uh, Bush hasn't been relevant in years. Yeah. And then it has to be more recent, right? Because Obama's in there. So it has to be at least from 2016. And it's like, if that's the case, hey, here's a here's a big fucking name for you. But Donald Trump didn't make this list. <laughs> Donald Trump is significantly more controversial than George W. Bush and Obama combined. I was going to say definitely combined. Clinton's probably more controversial than the two of them. I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yep. So oh, yes. this... This whole fucking thing is just ridiculous. So before we like jump in and get notes, like I, I, when you sent this, I literally sat there and I was able to come up with 12 names of people that were alive and dead that all were more controversial than anyone on that list, except for like Jesus and Muhammad, because Jesus and Muhammad literally like that's probably as about as controversial as you can get, right? Like there was, you ever hear of the fucking crusades? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that shit went on for like hundreds, if not thousands of years, like millions of people died in the name of fucking Jesus. Like that, that's it's pretty fucking controversial, right? Like, so I don't think it gets, if you're, if you're counting like all time, I don't think it gets much more controversial than uh, Jesus or Muhammad, but like, Hitler at number five. What are we doing? What are we doing here? So uh, my first note was that all religious figures are controversial. They should all be number one. Right. It should just be like religious figures rather than like individual names. Right. I could get down. I could get down with that. Because because then you can use Joseph Smith. You can use Moses. You can use all of it. Right. Right. Um, and then I also had, because it says that Jesus is Israeli, and I think we all know that Jesus was a great American who literally wrote the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and he just celebrated his 222nd birthday. I'm sorry, 2022nd birthday. Yes, he did. Um, and then obviously, how is Michael Jackson dead and alive? Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed on the list was that Michael Jackson under the the dead alive column said both. And I was like, I'm, I'm not really sure what, what's going on there. Uh, Forbes magazine. Like, I, I, I don't know. The crazy thing too, is I like did some research and stuff and it's on Wikipedia too. Really? Like same, the same exact list is on Wikipedia. How? So, we can get to that at the end because I have the answers to those questions. I have some more though. One, who the fuck is VJ? Yeah, I have no idea. And if he's that controversial, how come I don't know who he is? Exactly. Uh, why is Roger Federer on this list? The guy's fucking Swiss. 
How fucking controversial is Roger Federer? Yeah, by definition, they are the most non-controversial people. That's literally they quite literally play Switzerland on everything. That's and then it's, it's kind him? of where the saying came from. <laughs> what is controversial about him? Couldn't tell you. I, I thought it was because he didn't get a vaccine, but clearly I, I was I had the wrong tennis guy. Because I don't know. Um, I, I know tennis so good. <laughs> also, based on this pool, how is Hitler not one? Right? Mm. Of all people on the list, he's not number one. That's the biggest upset I've ever seen. Yeah. Number five for Hitler. Yeah, that's a fucking joke. Barack I, uh, Obama. Yeah, B- Barack Obama more controversial than Hitler. Yeah, I also want to. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, I would also want to know why is Obama, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, John Cena, and Elvis. What makes any of those people controversial? I don't know what makes. Uh, so this is again like I don't. I need. I I wish we had more context because. Why is the list riddled with WWE personalities also? Yeah. Right? Like, was this list put together by like a 12-year-old? Like one and of the then, kids of someone who works at Forbes? And then if we're gonna have this many WWE personalities on there, how is Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan not? Yes, right. Rick Flair, the Iron Sheik, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Yeah, for real life reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so arguably, you could say Chris Benoit is probably the most controversial because I was going to say it's probably the Iron Sheik, but uh, that's just a persona. <laughs> All right. So do we want to get into like who we would do as our like list of controversial people? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That and then we'll great. circle. we'll circle back to what is going on here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so I made two lists because I did alive and I did dead. Yep. Um, so my list of alive controversial figures, no particular order, except Kanye's one. <laughs> Kanye, OJ, Antonio Brown, Kyrie Irving, Alex Jones, Trump, and then I put some with question marks. I put Elon on there because he's more it's more polarizing now because he bought Twitter. So I don't know. He could be considered controversial, even yeah. though he's not. I would put him on the list. It's like it's like fake yeah. controversial. Yeah. Um I also put Portnoy. And I don't know, maybe that's just because of recency and like shit in the state. Like, you know, if he is like the main marketer for Barstool and like is Barstool good, is Barstool bad, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know how many that is. Three, six. That's eight. I don't know. I just made eight. Top eight. It's like MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have uh, seven dead people are kind of not really dead. Uh, one was are they, are they both? <laughs> well, because two of them aren't people. Uh, ah, all right. So one is Epstein because I I wrote current. So I made a list. I wrote current alive and I wrote dead, but I yeah. put them under current alive. 
because it's a it's a current topic, but he's definitely not alive. Right. So I just right. threw an arrow. I put him over on dead. <laughs> um, so then I went Hitler, Stalin, Genghis Khan, Mao, uh, Napoleon. I feel like he's controversial. I don't really know why. He might not be all that controversial. He might just be short and a prick. Um, we have a lot of similarities. Any Viking ever. <laughs> and most Russian czars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, again, two of them aren't people, but they kind of are. Yeah. Because if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, we're going to have a lot of crossover when I get to my when I get to my list. Uh Jones, you want to uh want to take it? Yeah. Take it from here? So, I said very similar to yours that's I said Trump, um Musk, Kanye, Kyrie, um SBF, Roger oh, Stone. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Hunter Biden, LeBron James, Tucker Carlson, Bill Gates, the Clintons, Andrew Jackson, Bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, Napoleon, Tiger and Phil, and three-year Letterman. <laughs> those are all. Those are all pretty good. I uh, I like that. So I uh, like I said, I I very quickly was able to put together a list that was way worse than that one. But just uh, to go down real quick of the guys that were alive. Uh, I also had Kanye and Trump uh, and Antonio Brown. And I also had OJ Simpson on my list too. Um, but then I had Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, who I feel like isn't as controversial anymore just because he hasn't been really in the media. But like at his peak, like Milo is pretty fucking awful. Um, then I also have uh, Prince Andrew, uh, Putin. Fauci. I even went with uh, Joe Rogan. Pretty fucking controversial. Uh, and then I have Xi Jinping. And I rounded out my list with Mel Gibson and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> That's a good one. Because they're pretty fucking controversial too. Or at least they were, right? At, at, his, at, at their peaks, uh, they were very controversial. Now, again, I, I wasn't sure the context of like, is this 2022? Is this just people that are alive? Because if it's just people that are alive, I think uh, Gibson and Sheen probably should be on that list. Uh, but if it's 2022, then obviously not. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe that Fauci and Rogan weren't on that. I, I was more surprised at Rogan because I feel like more people hate him. Um. And like I was like, how is he not on this list for controversial? But whatever. So then, of the of the dead ones, um, I also had Hitler, Stalin, Mao. Right, the the triumvirate there at the top. They're basically fucking as bad as it gets. Uh, also had Napoleon, uh, but then I went with uh, Pol Pot, Nixon, JFK, and Lincoln. Both pretty controversial. They were uh, actually both murdered. Because of they were pretty controversial, they had they held some pretty controversial views, uh, and then I got a little dark and went uh, Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis, and then uh, who I I think are you know relatively controversial, and then I rounded it out with Genghis Khan. So, you know, like I think literally any of the people that we just named between the three of us are 
significantly more controversial than The Undertaker or John Cena. Like what? Like what the what the fuck is this list? I even thought of other people that like like George Carlin, right? Was like at his height was pretty controversial. And then that made me think of Lenny Bruce, who like he was so controversial in his time that he would do stand up and get arrested for the shit that he said during his stand up. Like and I mean, obviously Lenny Bruce and George Carlin aren't quite to the level of uh, you know, a Hitler and a Mao, but um still more controversial than The Undertaker. <laughs> or hey, Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby's a great one. Like I, I just I don't know. Who Rosa Parks, pretty controversial, right? Martin Luther King, both of them, pretty controversial. Who was uh who was that guy? Fuck. He said the uh the shit about the basketball girls. Don Imus. Yeah. Don Imus. Yeah, Howard Stern too. Like how, how but but no. But it's Kane and John Cena and George W. Bush, who's literally been irrelevant for a minimum of 15 years. Mariah Carey, like, how the hell is she even remotely controversial? Yeah. Yeah. Where does she come in on that list, too? Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand anything about this list. So, you want to know why this list is even dumber than you think? Yes. So, I actually found out what it's from. Ah. And the criteria for it. In 2016, so it's a 2016 list. Okay. Which is why, you know, no Trump, no Musk. Right. No, like, any of the current people. But I didn't want to ruin a good exercise because I had already done all my notes. We had already, like, talked about it. And then I saw what it was from. So, this is why I waited till the end. It's a list rated by number of Wikipedia edits. So Forbes wrote an article about the most controversial figures in their criteria for finding it was by Wikipedia edits in the most amount. That's just lazy. That might be the, the worst piece of fucking journalism. Heard. I think I've like, that is like the fucking most lackluster effort. Yeah. At creating something I think I've ever heard of. Yeah. Holy shit. That's that is the dumbest awful. fucking thing ever. That is fucking terrible. Yeah. Whoever wrote that article at Forbes should, should be fired. Should be shot. <laughs> Take him up back and give him the old yeller. Yeah, like, I'm like, why, like, who decided this article should have been published? It's the yeah. fucking worst. Yeah, what person sat there and was like, oh, yeah, this is the article that you want to write? Let me look at it. Oh, this is your criteria? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll green light this. Oh, yeah, no, this is a good piece of work. That's the dumbest fucking thing ever, because, like, that could also mean that the person is just kind of like actively doing things. Doesn't mean right. they're controversial. That's right. fucking damn sure. Like fucking, I don't know. Uh, uh, 
The Undertaker had a, a documentary come out. I don't know if it was in 2016, but let's play the game here. Let's say like The Undertaker had his documentary that came out in 2016. Well, then people are going to go to the Wikipedia page and update his Wikipedia with whatever they got from the documentary. So oh, that so doesn't that necessarily mean that he's controversial. That just means that there's new information that just came out about this person. Like Barack Obama was ending his presidency. So they probably were going in on his Wikipedia page and updating things at the end of his presidency, if it was 2016. And then the both on the alive and dead. Yeah. Is because they tracked the edits over 2001 to 2016. So because Michael Jackson was both alive and dead in that time period, they put it as both. Oh, God. So not only is this list awful, the journalism behind it sucks. Yeah. And the columns suck. Why the fuck would you include an alive or dead if it varies? Right. That's amazing. Stupid. That's the dumbest fucking shit ever. So they even, so they tracked it from 2001 to 2016. Yeah. So no fucking wonder why like Eminem is on here. Cause that was like his, his height. Like every time he released a new album, someone went to his Wikipedia page to update the albums. Like, you know what I mean? Like the fuck, what is this stupid shit? And like that was the height too for Undertaker and Kane during you know the early two thousands. And um, and then Britney Spears was going all psycho nutso butso too. Right, right. And before she went psycho nutso butso, she was probably the most prolific female singer of at least our generation. Yeah. Like, I, I just. That's so fucking stupid. That's so dumb. Oh, what was your criteria for for considering someone controversial? Uh, How many times their Wikipedia page got edited? What? It's like uh, the Brian Regan um, bit when he was figuring out who came up with the map song for Dora the Explorer. (laughs) And... It was like some guys just sitting in the back and they're like, oh, hey, so uh, what'd you come up with for that map song? And he's like, oh, fuck, I didn't do it. Uh, and he sings like, you know, I'm the map over and over. And they're like, <laughs> wow, you're on to something. <laughs> it's like someone definitely missed the deadline and was like, well, I got this controversial article. Yeah, yeah, lay it on us. Yeah. And then like someone's looking at it like this is fucking terrible. But we have to, like, we're at a deadline. We have to publish it. Right, right. And it is during the holidays. It was released during the holidays, so no one gives a shit. Yeah, that's that's fucking nuts. So at least it does does make a little bit more sense that it was from 2016. I think I said that at the beginning. Like, I don't know if this was like a, it, it couldn't have been a 2022. Um, which it sounds like obviously it's not. But even then, if you're using the criteria of Wikipedia page edits, would Donald Trump even be yes. in there? Like, yes, he would. Yeah. Okay. Would. Yeah, that's because fair. Every, because if it's edits, that means everything he did, someone would put in there, probably biased. 
right. opinionated. Right. And then someone would have to go in and change it or fix it or yep. whatever. Yep. The guy's the most polarizing figure since this list came out. He oh, 100%. He absolutely yeah. would be number one. Yeah. Well, would he if it was from 2001? If they kept the 2001 to 2000 to 2022, like, do you think he'd still be number one? It's got, I think, dude, I do not think George Bush would hold on. Yeah. So with, with the way, like, obviously 9-11 was a, was a thing. I mean, he held on with a 15-year window or is that, yeah, it's a 15-year window or 16-year yeah. window, however the fuck. Like, I mean, I would, I, personally, I would really love to see it because I think Trump has been so polarizing over six years now. Like, say it was 2007 to 2022 yeah well if it's 20 2007 to 2022 bush isn't even on the list no he wouldn't be but no one like obama's not touching that yeah no well he's probably not yeah well, i was gonna say obama could barely even touch hitler <laughs> yeah so i mean if you give trump a 15 year of a 15 year window of relevancy including when he was most because that's the thing is like Bush was most prominent 2001 and on. Yeah. So tr like Bush has eight legit years of bullshit. Trump's got right. six. Trump's six years of bullshit in his window. I bet you that ends up being number one. Now we'll never know because there's no way to fucking figure this out. Right. We'd have to go into Wikipedia. <laughs> We'd have to ask the, the people, the fine people at Wikipedia Hey, can you send us a list of who has the most edits since 2001? Yeah, we want to write some <laughs> bullshit article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we saw this bullshit article that got written six years ago, and we want to make an updated bullshit article. So can you give us the same bullshit statistics? That would be, uh, it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, like if you do it, I, if you go from 2007 until like the same 15, 16 year window, whatever. Um, like I said, Bush, Bush isn't even on the list. And neither is probably half of these people like Undertaker, Kane, Britney Spears. They're probably not on the list. No, that's why our list is much more. Yeah. Um, like any of our lists would be much more accurate. Yeah. Well, this is Roger Federer. Like, again, he wouldn't be on. The, I don't even know why the fuck he's on the list in the first place. Mo, well, maybe because he was winning so much. Yeah, he won so, so many events that they had to keep editing. They had to keep they had to keep editing his Wikipedia because he was winning so much. With that criteria, though, wouldn't you have to put Tyre up there, too? I'm actually. Uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised Tiger didn't because. Oh, 2000 was the Tiger Slam. Yeah. And then he wasn't playing a lot in 14, 15, 16. And then he missed, what, 08 and 09? Uh, he came back in 09 okay. after the knee surgery, but that's when uh, he had the the divorce stuff going on. Yeah. Which that's still controversy. Yeah, I think Tiger's window would have been 97 to 2012. Yeah. 
Tiger would probably be top 10. Yeah. I think it's funny, though, knowing this criteria, that Jesus is number three now. It's like, who the fuck is going in and altering the Wikipedia page of Jesus that often? Like, that frequently. Because also, like, I don't think, because Wikipedia has obviously come a long way, right? Like, when we were in high school, all of our teachers were like, whoa, Wikipedia is not a reliable source because anyone can go in and edit it. It, that's not the case anymore. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, you have to pay for, like, premium Wikipedia in order to edit pages at this point. Um, so, like, who the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, who is going in and changing the, the, the Wikipedia page for Jesus so much that he's ranked number three? Somebody with a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, someone with a lot of fucking free time. So, I, I mean... <laughs> trash um so speaking of trash i'm gonna pull this other thing that i sent in our uh in our group text our twitter group text um there's this tweet from the new york times uh it was an opinion uh piece and <clears throat> i'll just read the headline quote Master Bedroom lives on despite efforts to introduce, and they put the word in quotes again, primary. And now the like the subline subheading is uh, the term did not originate as the term for where slave masters slept, but that doesn't mean there can't be a discussion as to whether using it now can be taken to suggest that anyway. All right, so. I know we do the bit right where we're like every day is the dumbest day and you know it gets worse and worse and yada yada so on so forth all that shit but uh it's not a bit anymore this is real this is real life um the new york times literally published an article that if if you didn't quite follow what i was saying there let me lay it out for you someone is pissed that the term master bedroom is still used instead of terming it the primary bedroom, right? They, these, these super fucking liberal people want the term primary bedroom to be used instead of master bedroom. Why you ask? Well, because master bedroom sounds like the master of slaves and slavery equals bad. And we don't want to be associated with that. Alas, they looked into the origin of the word. Turns out, master bedroom did not actually come from the term for where the slaves' masters slept. But that doesn't matter to these people. The term's not racist, but they don't care because it sounds like it could be racist, which is exactly what they're saying when it says, but that doesn't mean there can't be a discussion as to whether using it now can be taken to suggest that anyway. So they're quite literally saying, we don't like the word master bedroom because it sounds racist. Even though we found evidence to prove that it's not racist, we still think it could be the anyway. Holy fucking shit. 
I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. So I didn't read this, like didn't read the article or anything. Did they just say, like, could it have just been like the master bedroom is like the bedroom of the master of the house? Something. Yeah. I don't know. Like I didn't read the article either. I only read this tweet with the, with the, the title and then like the subheading, the subtitle, whatever you want to call it. Like, I just, I don't know. Like it, it I'm speechless. It, it kind of takes a lot for me to be fucking speechless. Like this is quite literally the most retarded thing I've heard in my entire life. You have way too much time on their hands. Well, we also figured out that there's no sense in having legitimate journalism. Yeah, that's true. See about like, oh, we're we're gonna write this article about why the term master bedroom is bad. All right, cool. Why are you writing that? Like slaves or some shit? Well, it's not slaves. But, like, I could write the article so that it is slaves. Yeah. We did some research, and we found out it actually has nothing to do with slaves. But it sounds like it might. So we should probably not use the word. The fuck? Like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, I seriously. Like, am I, are we not allowed to say, like, my shirt's made out of cotton because... Slaves, pick slaves used to pick cotton. So now, well, cotton evokes uh, memories of slavery. So we shouldn't use the word cotton shirt anymore. We should say, you know, some other stupid fucking thing. You know, like, how fucking stupid are these people? Not for nothing, too. I'm just seeing, like, the actual thing. It was written by a linguist. Who even cares what a linguist is saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What even is a linguist? Someone who studies language. What is there to study? They've been around for like literally hundreds of years. Yeah, if not thousands. Like what is there to study? I don't I don't know. This is just a gigantic dickhead. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's any black linguists out there? Uh, there has to be. Okay. I was going to say, because that sounds like a white person profession. I mean, statistically, like, there has to be at least one. <laughs> oh, well, no shit. But, like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, a black linguist going through this stuff and being like, you know, there's actual stuff that we could go over, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's just so fucking dumb. Like all the time, like everyone has to be fucking dumb about everything. Dude's got a bad name, John McCorder. Yeah, John McCorder. Fuck off, loser. For a linguist, you have a shitty fucking name. Maybe get a better name. <laughs> And don't fucking write for the New York Times, that piece of shit fucking paper. It's owned by piece of shit John Henry. <laughs> Wait, he owns the uh, Times too? Yeah, well, the Times owns the Globe. And so, Henry owns that. I mean, he's worth $4 billion and he can't spend like 300 for Xander Bogarts. Are you fucking kidding me? No, absolutely not. He can't be bothered. He definitely can't. 
because he's trying to uh there's rumors that he wants to open a uh shit i don't know what franchise basketball i think he wants to open a basketball franchise in vegas oh he's the dickhead lebron james too right yeah yeah oh fuck him yeah he's he's partnered with lebron james the whole fenway sports group they own fucking everything they own the liverpool soccer team they sold liverpool i think yeah they're they're in the process i or did yeah um but they're doing that. They actually own Fenway Park, which is like a, it's not a super unique thing, but it is not the norm apparently in baseball and the MLB. Um, most teams in the league don't actually own the stadium that they play in. Um, they lease it, which obviously has been an issue for in most uh public ways the oakland a's (laughs) obviously are going through some shit because they don't own their stadium um but yeah henry is is rumored to be working to open an nba franchise in vegas we'll just sell a team and fuck him he already bought the pittsburgh penguins too so he owns the penguins he owns the red Sox. he owns fenway i don't know if he's still involved in nascar but a while back he bought um Roush racing. So it was Roush Fenway racing for a while. Um yeah, he's a cocksucker. He owns the New York Times and the Globe. He's a huge piece of shit, but he can't give up the fucking money to sign guys on his teams. He tanked the fucking Liverpool soccer team. I mean, I don't think they were ever like phenomenal, but like they ended up being like really, really bad. And um obviously in England, like they fucking really care about soccer uh, and their soccer teams. So it kind of got to the point where like he, he kind of had to sell the team because they were like legitimately not happy and they're not fucking sheep like Americans that are like, Oh, I fucking hate the Red Sox, but I'm going to buy tickets and go to the game every game. It's like, no, I fucking hate Liverpool. I hate this owner. Fuck off. I'm not buying a ticket. So then they like literally start losing money. So then Henry was like, I guess I'll sell the team. But like people so over here are fucking dumb. Yeah, sounds like they're doing a right thing. Yeah, because they like legitimately like there are people that like eat, sleep, and breathe soccer. Whereas like there are some people that eat, sleep, and breathe baseball. But like at the end of the day, like the dickhead who bitches about the Red Sox, like I said, is still gonna fucking renew his season tickets. He's still gonna buy tickets and go to the games. You know what I mean? Like people are fucking cunts over here. They're not like they're not willing to actually do what it takes. They just want to bitch, right? Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. I like to bitch. I bitch all the time. Basically, every time we get on this show, I'm bitching about something. So, um, but yeah. I'm a huge bitch. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, fuck him. Um, what else we got going on here? Anything? You got anything good? Anything good going on? Oh, we got stupid fucking New Year's. Should we do the, our uh, our obligatory uh, why New Year's is stupid every year? I don't know, dude. It might not be stupid this year. I think next year is going to be my year. <laughs> I just, I really feel like when that calendar turns, like everything's going to be different. Yeah, yeah everything's going to be vastly different. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually our last episode of 2022. 
Um, this will come out on Thursday, which I think is going to be the 29th, right? So the next time we record, uh, actually, no, if we record on Sunday, isn't that New Year's Eve? It's New Year's Day. Sunday oh, New Year's New Day. Year's Day. Okay. So the next time we record, we'll be, uh, we'll be in the new year. So, <clears throat> I mean, if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. But if you're, if you've been, been with us for a while, you know how much we fucking hate New Year's. Um, and in the past I've, I've been known to go on a fucking rant or two. Like, I think, was it the, the very first year or the second year? Was it like the second episode ever? Cause we started this technically in 2019. We did, we put out a couple episodes in December of 2019. And I think 20, one of our 2018, 2018. That's right. That's right. Um, and I think. I don't, I don't remember. So correct me if I'm wrong. Was it like the second episode ever where I went on the epic fucking rant about new years or, or was that like the second year Couldn't of doing you. it? Yeah. No the, it's pretty good. Go back, go back in the archives and try and find the episode. Uh, Cause I went on for about 20 minutes about how fucking stupid new year's is and how everyone is like, Oh, this is about me this year. I do everything for everyone else, but this year is going to be about me. I'm going to focus on me. It's the same bullshit. It's still applicable, right? Still from, it could have been from four fucking years ago. Yeah. Cause nothing ever changes. Cause people are fucking cunts. Like it's the same shit, right? Go back. I'm not going to do it again. So just re-listen to it and it'll still apply. Like I said, just, just, it's it's accurate trust me and we do it every year and so i was thinking about it the other day anybody that makes a new year's resolution is a fucking loser and is full of shit you you are quite literally full of shit right because what is going to be so different about turning a page in a calendar that's going to magically give you motivation to do something that you didn't do before, right? Regardless of what it is, like the obviously the most popular one is, well, oh, starting January 1st, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to lose weight. Like that's everyone. That's like the number one New Year's resolution is to lose weight. If you have to wait until January 1st, again, an arbitrary flip of turning the page of a calendar to do something, you don't actually want to do it. That's the truth. If you have to sit here and you're, it's like December 22nd and you're like, you know what? In nine days, when that January 1st rolls around, I'm going to start losing weight. Oh, why, why are you going to wait nine days? Why don't you start doing something about it now? Like, obviously, like from a a physiological perspective, you're not going to make a ton of progress in nine days, but like, why not? Like, if that's how you feel, like, why not just do it now? Like, why? It, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. So, like, anybody that's ever that's like, oh yeah, my New Year's resolution, I would look right at them and be like, you're gonna fail. You're not gonna do it. It's full. You're full of shit. It, like, find me someone that had a New Year's resolution to do something that actually fucking carried it for the entire year, right? Outside of like really? whatever like stupid fucking New Year's resolutions can be done in the first like month or two of the year. Like, for, I don't know, like I want to take five golf lessons this year and you get five golf lessons in the first fucking 10 weeks of the year and then you're done. You know what I mean? Like outside of something um, stupid like that. 
I, as I recall, I did hit my resolutions that year. <laughs> I don't remember what they were, but one was leaving a casino plus money, which I did. That's true. That's fair. That was probably going into 2019. Yeah. But I would say I you also did that out of spite. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think two really- were gambling related. Um, yeah, one was I was going to win money on the golf course. One was I was going to leave a casino plus money. I don't remember what the others were. Fuck, maybe that was going into 2020, though, because that probably would have happened when I was at Sharon Country Club. Yeah. I don't know. Someone would have to go back into the archives. Yeah. But it's, like I said, it's one of those things. Oh, sorry, Jones, what are you going to say? So I'm really glad you're being supportive because I'm starting to think about uh, getting sober and losing weight come uh, Sunday. <laughs> oh, don't bother. You're not going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to build something, which I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was going into 2020 because then we, had used, been. we used COVID. Yeah. We used the lockdown. We built to build everything stuff. during COVID. Yeah, we literally <laughs> went fucking ham. <laughs> well, dude, it was like when, when the pandemic started, it was like, okay, I can drink on a Tuesday. Yeah. And then like Wednesday comes and I'm like, I don't want to drink on a Wednesday now. <laughs> so then I got up and I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm not hungover. So I guess I'll go get rid of all the poison ivy today. I, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to go do something. I guess I'll build a whole fucking rock pathway. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll redo the entire fucking screen porch. I guess I'll build a fucking. Uh, all the furniture whatever. for a porch. Yeah, yeah, for the, the yeah, and then you um the woodshed, the woodshed. Yep. <laughs> like we were just like I don't know, we'll just start building shit. I was gonna we build like, a regular hey, shed too. Do you want to take down a bunch of trees in the backyard? Yeah, yep. sure. Let's go cut them down. <laughs> do you want to get so much poison ivy your fucking head will spin? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, moral of the story: anybody that tries to come at you with their New Year's resolution. Uh, completely ignore whatever they say and just know that what they're actually telling you is that they're full of shit. So that's that's all you need to know about people and New Year's resolutions. September resolutions are pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, because those are like the type of things, right, where like that's how you know people actually want to do it. Like if someone is just like, we can use you for an example, right? Like if you have a client that walks in off the street like this week and goes, it's the new year, I want to start losing weight. You can guarantee that you will not see them past February. But if someone strolls into your gym in June and goes, hey, I've gained like 30 pounds in the last year, like I've been to the doctor, like I really need to lose weight. That person you can probably count on like more than the person who walks in in you know the end of December. Yeah, it's comical, it, dude. Like, yeah, but that, but that go, I mean, like that can happen obviously any time of year. It's the people that just want to lose weight because it's a new year and that's just something that they say they're gonna do. Exactly. Yeah. Like, 
do you even give a fuck? Because usually they don't. No, typically they don't. And that's the problem. People make resolutions that they genuinely do not fucking care about. Yeah. It's like they do it just because they think they're supposed to do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm going to do it. It's like, would I like to lose weight? Sure. But do I really care? Not really. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't care about your resolutions, why the fuck should I? Yeah. That's why gyms are packed from January 1st until about February 28th. And then by like the beginning to mid-March, I'm talking about like your typical like, you know, yeah, global, global gym. Like by mid-March, they're fucking empty again. Yeah, but anyone that does give a fuck, they come see me in March. Right, right. Like we get weird influxes in March and September. September is a back to school thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get weird influxes in March. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are ending their winter. Sport. No, not even kids because oh. spring sports start. So we actually take a little bit of a hit on that. Oh, so like adults come in. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. That's interesting. Probably because they realize that going to Planet Fitness once a week sucks. Yeah. And they would rather come do group training <laughs> with other people. <laughs> I want to plan a fitness is all. It's got to fucking suck. Yeah. Talk about a fucking place that just sucks. I fucking suck. Yes. Well, Planet Fitness is perfectly fine if you want to use it for what it is. Yeah. But you have to recognize what it is. Right. Right. It's fucking 10 bucks a month. My dental insurance is triple that. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Actually more. It's almost quadruple that. Yeah, and you're no, you don't have a, uh, a boss that'll pay for your gym membership either. <laughs> what a shitty boss. Luck yeah. Luckily, no, work, luckily work covers my... Uh, Work covers my my lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I fucking, I really hate people. This is like, this has been like the I hate people episode, which is a lot of our episodes, but like this one in particular. Between Generally Forbes, Forbes making a bullshit list and then people with the master bedroom and then dumb idiots with their fucking New Year's resolution, their fake New Year's resolutions. It's just, uh, yeah, I just really don't like people, like, in general. So, it's it's always funny, like, when I say that. Obviously, like, the three of us were kind of all on the same page, right? And it's like, I always say, like, I just really don't like people. And, like, it always gets a laugh. Like, oh, ha, 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 ha. It's like, uh, I'm being serious. Like, I, I actually don't like most people. <laughs> like... Well, it's easy. Most people are assholes. Yes, right. exactly. Like, what was it? Um, oh, my mom came down for, for Christmas Eve this year. So Saturday, we went out to lunch. We just went to a bar and sat at the bar. It was me, Amy, and my mom. We got lunch, got a couple drinks, whatever. And uh, this fucking like, husband and wife like sits down next to my mom because it's like, me, Amy, and then my mom sitting at the bar. And then there's this 
the husband and wife sit down on the other side next to my mom. And like the husband's like kind of a fucking loser. And he's like making jokes like, oh, <laughs> like he's some fucking cool guy. And my mom starts laughing and then they start talking and then they're like getting into this whole conversation. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, this is my son and his wife. They just got married. They went to Hawaii because they were talking about Hawaii. And I'm sitting there like, ma, shut the fuck up. Like, I want nothing to do with these fucking people. Like, sit at the bar. Let's talk amongst ourselves. Let's enjoy our food, have a couple of drinks, and then get the fuck out of here and go home. Like, I don't come to the bar to make friends. I come here to eat food, have good drinks, enjoy the company of whoever I'm with, right? Because I came with them. Uh, I don't give a fuck about who's sitting next to me at the bar. I want nothing to do with you. Like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't look at me. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not going to engage in conversation with you because I don't like you because I don't know you and I don't care to know you either. And my mom's like, oh, come on. Like, they were nice, whatever. And I go, I don't give a fuck. They, it could have been the fucking Pope, Gandhi and Mother Teresa that sat down next to us at the bar. I'm not even going to fucking look at them. Especially because the 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 Pats game was on too, so I was just watching football on on the TV at the bar. But like, Christ, like that fucking drives me crazy. Like I don't, Dude, that's, I don't. That's your problem. You leave the house, just don't leave the house. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> all the problems by not. <laughs> yeah, you can only run into people if you go where people are. Yeah, that's that's actually a fucking great point. I uh, didn't even think about it like that. I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's absolutely on you. Yeah, I, I will not argue that. This you could have for sure gone into the basement and just started drilling holes in like a random piece of wood and like <laughs> no one would bother you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, building something. <laughs> <laughs> I put 72 drill holes yeah. at a 5 16th inch bore. Isn't yeah. that fun? Yeah. What are you building? I don't know yet. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty fucking good. What are you building? Sawdust. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't have enough sawdust in this house. I'm gonna make some sawdust and then oh now I gotta clean it up. So now I gotta get a broom and I gotta yep, sweep it all. Task. Yep, I'm just gonna sit here and sweep. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sweeping. Clean it up. Yeah, I'm cleaning up. <laughs> Do you want to go somewhere? No, I can't. I got to finish cleaning. Busy. Yeah. I've been, working, busy. I've been working all day in the basement. <laughs> That's fucking genius. I got to, uh, I got to start taking notes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, people suck. And I hate most people, which is the truth. On that note, yeah. Do you want to? Uh, you want to start wrapping this up? Oh, sorry, Jones. What were you saying? You cut out. Just completely avoidable uh, chores should not leave the house. Yeah, yeah. No, that is a great point. I um, there's a massive oversight on my part. <laughs> uh, but Jones, you got a final thought? I do. In keeping with the I hate people and stupid fucking list. Um, I found this thing. I sent it into the Twitter group last night, I think. The most iconic hyper-regional American dish in every state. And uh, most of these are pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Um, yeah. So Massachusetts was brown bread. 
Only seen it can. Which never is the dumbest it. fucking thing ever. I've lived in Massachusetts for almost 31 years, and I've never had it once. I don't know one person who's eaten brown bread in a can. Yeah. yeah. I told Joe, I like, uh, it, was on, it was in the Twitter chat. In five years at working at a stop and shop, I did not see bread in a can once. <laughs> and you worked at the place where, like, it would be. I knew where fucking everything was in that store because most of the time when I didn't feel like working, I would just roam the aisles <laughs> and be like, oh, this doesn't belong here. I got to move that. I got to bring that back to where it goes to. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working. What are you doing? Blocking. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you blocking? Well, I wanted to keep busy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, bread in a can, never seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maryland is a lemon peppermint stick where all you do is get a lemon and put a peppermint stick in it and suck the lemon juice out of said peppermint stick. I've never seen that in almost the six years I've been here. Never seen that once. That's stupid. Yeah. It's uh, fucking I don't even know if I don't even know if Rickety Cricket from fucking Always Sunny would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's just, Wait, why that's the just... fuck would you why the fuck would you drink lemon juice out of a so a couple things here? Because you don't want scurvy. Lemon, yeah, he's fighting off a scurvy. <laughs> lemon juice. Why the fuck would you ha- like willingly have straight lemon juice? Well, I just told you, it's, you might be getting the scurvy coming on. You know what? Okay, fine. You want to fight <laughs> off a scurvy? <laughs> it's the least efficient way to eat lemon juice. Sticking yeah. a fucking peppermint straw into a fucking lemon. Yeah. That's pretty fucking stupid. Why don't you stupid. just juice the fucking lemon? Yeah. You already have to cut it in half. You may as well just fucking juice it. And then you can fucking be miserable after that. Yeah. But you won't have scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Lemons. A good one, too. Uh, from my favorite state now on, Louisiana, is Yaka, Maine? Which basically just looks like ramen. And when we were in New Orleans, I saw no yakis, restaurants, stands. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Some of these are really fucking dumb, right? Like Connecticut was a lobster roll. Yeah. Where the where the fuck do, I, I saw that one? Like that's I Maine. Saw that. If anything, it's Maine. So in the article, tried to like compare it to Maine. Yeah. And it's like, no, it goes Maine. Massachusetts, fuck Connecticut. Yeah. Why the f- who the fuck goes to Connecticut for the lobster roll? No one. The same amount oh, yeah, of people that go to, to Massachusetts for the brown for the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it's the it's just a bad list. I have never heard of a fucking Connecticut lobster roll. No. That's also like Obviously, like the lobster roll, there's two ways you can have a lobster roll. It's cold with mayo or hot with butter. I have never once heard the hot with butter called Connecticut style. Never, not once. Again, in almost 31 years of being alive. Like, that's fucking retarded. Connecticut is not a fucking lobster roll. Then New Hampshire is the New England boiled dinner. I saw that. That was fucking stupid, too. Uh, that makes no sense. Like that's a, that's like a Boston, right? That's an Irish. Yeah, thing. it's a shitty fucking Irish food thing. Is it like the boiled dinner? Yeah, like corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, 
Oh, good. We're uh, it's not even fucking St. Patty's Day yet. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, like, I'm not these, even. some of these, like, I don't actually know, like what, like what the deal is, whether it's like true or not. Like Florida is conch fritters. I I feel like it should be something alligator, right? Like Florida should be known for like fried alligator or something. But like the one that I do know is actually accurate is Hawaii, which is the spam masubi. It's basically like a nigiri roll, but like instead of fish, it's spam. Um, and it's actually pretty fucking good because I had it when I was in Hawaii and uh, it was it was good. But like that makes me think that like maybe some of these actually are accurate. I'll give you burnt ends in Kansas. In Indiana, uh, the pork tenderloin sandwich definitely is a thing in Indiana because I've seen it on local food shows. Yeah. But, you know, Illinois is like shrimp Dijon. You would think that it's like deep dish pizza. Right. Or the Chicago beef. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Chicago hot dog. Or it's right. an Italian beef Chicago hot dog. Yeah. And Michigan is kudigi, which is Italian. How many fucking Italians are there in Michigan? I don't even know what kudigi is. It's an Italian sausage. But like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, so all these are mostly trash. Oh, Missouri is toasted ravioli. Yeah, that's a good one. Fucking, oh, what is your state? What is your your state known for? Oh, toasted ravioli. You can't get toasted ravioli anywhere but in Missouri. Definitely not. It definitely shouldn't be St. Louis style ribs. Yeah, no, definitely not. Also, the only other one that is like true to form is Oklahoma because they have the onion burgers, and I've never had an onion burger outside of which. Um, The other one I noticed that was pretty accurate, not that I've ever been there, but I just know this just from being what it is, is Alabama is the white barbecue sauce. That's that's a legit thing. Like Alabama white barbecue sauce is is a thing um and you don't really get that anywhere else rhode island is stuffies which are chopped steamed clams tossed with chorizo and vegetables yeah those are pretty fucking good i eat those quite a bit yeah they come in all different uh all different kinds too they have like regular ones they have spicy ones chorizo ones ones with linguisa you know it's it's all kinds of uh all kinds of shit there stuffies are pretty good yeah, most of these are absolute trash. Yeah. Or Oregon is tachos. Hey man, let Real me uh up. let me let you in on a secret. You can get loaded tots literally fucking anywhere. That's not an Oregon thing. Yeah, just go I'm to glad. Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, literally just go to Applebee's. <laughs> I'm glad Pennsylvania wasn't a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Tennessee is barbecue spaghetti. Definitely not Memphis-style barbecue. Yeah. Or the hot chicken. Yeah, hot chicken, Nashville hot chicken. No, it's spaghetti with barbecue sauce that I've literally never seen anyone do in Tennessee, and I've been there four fucking times in my life. I've been to Nashville three times and Johnson City once, and I've I've never seen anyone put barbecue sauce on fucking spaghetti. That's kind of a wild take, Stephen. 
Yeah, that's a really fucking stupid thing to do. Talk about a waste of both barbecue sauce and pasta. <laughs> I mean, Texas is chicken fried steak. That's probably pretty accurate. I mean, you can get yep, that only, anywhere. Only you place can get in that. the country you can get it. I mean, you can get that anywhere, but like at least chicken fried steak like is it sounds like a Texas fucking thing. West Virginia cookies. Not fucking beef or anything. They have more cows than people. Cookies. Cookies. With shredded coconut. Oh. They couldn't be further from a fucking coconut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a dumb fucking list. It makes me feel like we should start putting together lists because like we could like, clearly be, come up. Should they be good or bad? I, I mean, we could we could put together some better shit than what we've seen just in this episode. Well, it's not fucking hard. No. Like I could come up with a better list for any like anything, anything. Yeah. Like. I know you can really get it anywhere, but like Massachusetts, how's that not fucking clam chowder? Right. Like. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. So it, it, it's either this list is iconic dishes or it's shit you can only get in those places. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it but says like the most iconic, state. hyper-regional American dish. So the most iconic thing from Massachusetts has got to be clam chowder. Yeah, clam chowder, lobster, like it's yeah. not that much else. Yeah, and Maine. Maine's not a lobster roll. What is it, Borscht? No, it was, uh, fuck, I looked at it earlier when we were talking. Maine oh, is yeah. Needham's. Candy? Yeah, it's a potato. It's basically mashed potatoes dipped in chocolate. I'll tell you what, I've Oops. been to Maine a lot. I've never heard once heard of anything called a Needham. Chocolate dipped mashed potatoes. It's That's fucking it's what's if you pull anybody in the fucking world, what's the most iconic dish from Maine? I guarantee you, not, at least 90% of people would be like, oh, the lobster roll. Like, and not one of them would say the fucking needum. Chocolate covered mashed potatoes. That sounds disgusting. Like Maryland. How's that not crab cakes? Like, Easiest thing in the world. Yeah, crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Yeah. <laughs> I I just this it's a bad, bad fucking list. Oh, it's the most iconic dish. Okay. Fucking dumb fucks. Well, now that we just ripped another list. Dad, you get a final thought? <laughs> I do. That was a good. That was a good one, Jones. I appreciate that one. I appreciate that. The I hate. know I yelled. I yelled twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is jalapeno the most underrated pizza topping going? I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably it's up there because I've had it a couple ways. One. Take it or leave it. But the PB&J pizza, pineapple, bacon, 
jalapeno, that fucking smacks. It is absolutely fucking delicious. That now, is one of my pineapple favorite pizzas. isn't your jam. I gotcha. Understood. You don't have to like it. Whatever. Um, but yeah, the combination with bacon and jalapeno, we we fucking got something there. It's quite literally, it hits all parts of the tongue. Like you get the sweet pineapple, you get the salty uh, bacon. bacon and savory, right? Because of the fat. And then you get the spicy jalapeno. Along and then, with never the mind and the bread and the and the pasta, and, the pizza sauce. Sauce is acidic. Yeah. So it actually, is the pineapple. Yeah. So I think the four, I think it's salty, sweet, spicy, and acidic. I think those are the four. I could be completely making that up because now that I said it, it doesn't sound right. Um, sweet, savory, acidic, spicy. Maybe, maybe it is the four. I don't know. Again, that could be completely fucking made up. Not a fact-based show. <laughs> <clears throat> but I also had it with barbecue chicken the other day. Ooh. Please. Now, I could see it maybe not jiving with a pepperoni, but I could absolutely see it jiving with a pepperoni. Yeah. And I could maybe see it not jiving with a buffalo. Because buffalo is already spicy. It's yeah. also, it's already vinegary. I don't know if it's a, I don't know. It might be, it might be too much. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's not. I don't know. I've had it before. It's actually not that bad. <clears throat> All right. See, there we go. Now I was going to say, is. I've only, now I don't get, I don't get jalapeno a ton because Michaela doesn't like spicy that much. So if we're splitting a pizza, um, I don't get the jalapeno, but if we're getting two smalls like we did the other day, might have something here. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you know what you're going to get with any type of cured meat. You know what you're going to get with sausage, beef, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that really leaves you is, uh, is, is the jalapeno. I think it kind of, it can kind of go with everything. Like, cause even if you do like pineapple, I only like the pineapple when it's with bacon and jalapenos because it, it, it fits right. Like I don't want a, a straight Hawaiian pizza. Like it's no. fine. But no, I'm yeah. I'll eat it, but like, I'm it's not better. Than, it's it. better than no pizza. Correct. Um, but I'd rather take a Hawaiian and add jalapeno to it or make the PB and J. So I don't know. I think, um, jalapeno might be the, the newfound go-to pizza topping. I think you could also throw roasted garlic in pretty much anything. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. If um, I got to say, though, I don't see it a ton because they usually no, use like chopped garlic. Yeah. Yeah. I've never made roasted garlic. Have you? Only once it didn't come out as well as I wanted it to. Yeah. It's super easy. It takes forever, but. Yeah. I, I haven't want to try black garlic. Because I've had things in Philly with black garlic. It was fucking incredible. It was like a ramen dish that had black garlic. It was insane. Yeah. Hmm. Is that just a different plant? It's or the same thing. Or, oh. or is it prepared a certain way? It's prepared a different way, I think. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Big, uh, big, uh, I was going to say pineapple, big jalapeno guy. I do also like pineapples, but 
It was a good one. We, we get some get some solid. Uh, it's always going to be food with us, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So for my final thought, um, I'm going to pivot away from hating everybody and food and talking about the third of the triumvirate of things that you can basically guarantee that we're going to talk about on this show, uh, which is golf. <laughs> so, so if we're not bitching about how much we hate people, we're not talking about food. Uh, and we're not talking about, uh, I don't know, fucking anything else. Uh, we're going to talk about golf. So I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Um, but Barstool, uh, has put out, or the foreplay pod guys have put out something called fixing Frankie where, so just for a quick rundown for anyone that's not familiar, um, Frankie Borelli is one of the guys from the foreplay pod, which is like the barstool golf guys. Um, and he's actually a pretty decent golfer. I think he's, he's a 10 handicap, like right around. Um, but he's a self-admitted, uh, mental midget. Um, he's had the, the yips, uh, with the chips for, I don't know, ever at this point. Uh, for a really long time, like he just can't figure out how to chip when he gets on the golf course. He can do practicing. He can do all this shit. So again, he's he's admitted to being a a, a mental midget when it comes to this stuff. Um, so similar to how and I truthfully, I I never watched the the Trent series of like breaking a hundred and then breaking ninety, which I know breaking ninety is currently going on right now. I, breaking... I've never watched. Breaking a hundred was good. Breaking 90. I wouldn't bother. Okay. Um, I have, like I said, I haven't watched any of them, but I was just poking around on YouTube the other day and it, it popped up on like one of like the recommended videos. And, uh, I was like, Oh, like I've, I watched the, uh, like the quick little trailer thing. And so I was like, Oh yeah, I'll, ch- I'll check this out. It, so there's only one episode out right now. I don't know how many episodes they're doing, but it is going to be like a weekly thing. Um, The first episode was great. So the first episode is he meets with um, John Tillery, who is a sports psychologist who works with all kinds of people. He actually works at probably Brett McCabe. Oh yeah. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. John Tillery was the swing is the swing swing coach. coach that I saw from a different fucking thing. So it's Brett McCabe because it's the guy that works at Alabama. Um, So he works with the Alabama football team. He actually is a faculty member at Alabama. Um, And he, he sat down with, with Frankie and talked about everything. And then basically kind of like walked him through like the issues and like, not really like broke them down, like, like don't like, you know, tear down to build them back up type of thing, but like broke down basically what was going on for him, like mentally and like gave him some drills and the whole thing is all filmed. Right. I think it's, I think the episode was, I don't know, maybe it was like 40 minutes or something like that. Um, but it was awesome. Like, I kind of think I want to go back and watch it again. Cause I watched it I think it was last Friday. Yeah, it was the day I was off. I, I had Friday off. Um, so I watched it last Friday. And 
I was really, really impressed by it. Um, again, they talk, he talks about like the mental aspect of golf and how, you know, there's, you can do all the technique work in the world, but when you step out there, like if you're, he talks about like the thought process and like that, you know, we joke around all the time, like the negative thoughts right before you swing and, and stuff like that. And he, he goes through all of this stuff, the Brett McCabe guy. And, um, he is pretty, pretty solid. Like I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. And the thing that kind of hooked me into it. So like, as a one-off, like I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like that, that, that was a, a really interesting episode. Like, you know, you learn a little bit there. What got me interested and what now has me hooked to at least come back for episode two. I don't know if I'm going to finish the whole series, um, but episode two is with Scott Fawcett. Oh, and fuck. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, so God. I am like very much looking forward to episode two and seeing Scott Fawcett. So they played a preview. So they, after I finished the video, they play the preview of that. They play the preview of the breaking 90 and like all that stuff. So I've seen little bits here and there. Um, but the preview of the Scott Fawcett thing was literally a clip of him standing next to Frankie on the course being like, and I, I'm, I'm making this up. I'm ad libbing this, but it was like along the lines of like, yeah. So what you have to do is find the force vector and then you divide that by this. And then you find the distance where you want to get to, and then you aim for that point, And then you kind of figure out and swing to hit here and that. And it's like, and then they, the camera pans to Frankie and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you just said, but like Scott Fawcett is literally like running. It's like fucking the meme with, uh, Zach Galifianakis in uh, was it the hangover when he's at the poker table and the fucking numbers are going everywhere. That's basically what Scott Fawcett was doing. Um, And I know I've heard from you and, and other things that like, he's kind of a fucking cocksucker. Um, He he won't be in this though. Yeah. He like, so he'll be, he'll be normal because he's out there doing, cause there's another video. If you want to know what Scott Fawcett's like, um, George Bryan, Bryan Bros, he did a video where Scott Fawcett was out there with them with a for a practice round. And um when he's in his element and you're soliciting his help, all he is is helpful. Yeah. But when okay. he's on Twitter in when he when he's on Twitter and he's having a bad day and someone tries telling him something that isn't correct, he fucking kills him. Yeah. Um is he like a coach I, or something? Yes, he's a, he's strategy. So um, his system is based on math and variance. So <clears throat> now I, I haven't gone through decades, so I don't know the system. But for example, it, like when you pick a target, so if it's an approach shot, so you have a club. And there's a formula to find the variance of that club. It might be like 10%. So if you hit your, um, again, I'm, I could be making this up because I haven't gone through the course. So say it's your seven iron and your variance is 15 yards aside. So 30 yards total. Um, and then you see that a pin is cut to the right 
So you got to aim so many yards left to add in for your variance and to take away short-siding yourself where all the trouble is. And then there's even more variables for like bunkers and water and shit like that. So he does core strategy, but he does it in a method that's mathematical. So he's a psychopath. He's out of his mind, dude. Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, from that one clip that I saw, it was literally like he was speaking fucking Greek. And he fucking rattles it off so fast. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like I said, in that that one like preview clip, they cut back to Frankie, and Frankie's like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and that that's the only thing. Like, that's why I thought it was weird that that Scott Fawcett's going with them because they've had a conversation with him in decade and whatever, and they didn't get it. Yeah. Like they did not understand it. Yeah. Cause Riggs Briggs put out a video the next day, like, Oh yeah. Using the decade system to lay back with five wood. I go, that is not the fucking decade system. I go, <laughs> oh, you fucking talk to this guy for an hour and you did not get what he said. And then yeah. they started talking about aliens and shit at the end. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> so yeah, the the from what I gather, the whole premise of fixing Frankie is um I guess this last summer is when most of it was filmed because he's trying to, you know, he's he's a he's a good golfer and he plays all the time. And it's a it's a, a basically like a docu-series of how he went from a 10 to a five handicap. Um, over the summer. So the first episode again was Brett McCabe and talking about like the psychology behind everything. And then again, episode two, um, it might come out and it might be an every Friday drop. Like the next one might not come out until Friday. Um, but I will definitely be, uh, be keeping an eye out for the Scott Fawcett one, just because I, I've never watched him, you know, in anything really. I just, like I said, I know of him through what you've said, um, and some of the things he puts on Twitter. So um, I'm super interested in it. I think it'll be pretty good. And like I said, I'm not I'm not a huge barstool guy, um, but this was pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you, Trent's breaking 100 was awesome. It was eight episodes. That was that was good. Maybe I'll check that out. Uh, breaking 90 blows. I think I have seen one episode of breaking 100 because isn't that john tillery yeah yeah so that's probably what i've seen um but i don't think i i might i might add that to the list maybe i'll go back and watch all eight episodes yeah and then if you if you're curious about scott fawcett go with the one with george bryan because george bryan's actually good Mm -hmm. um so like the stuff he'll be telling frankie is probably over his head but the stuff he tells George Bryan, he can actually do and execute. Hmm. And it's like not, it's not that weird because as a pro, like the guy's doing that kind of stuff anyway. Right. Well, like I said, I'll, I'll be uh, keeping an eye out. I'll report back afterwards if, uh, if you guys don't check it out or you do. I hope you enjoy uh, so that being said, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thanks for uh, coming along for the ride. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're watching us right now. Give us that thumbs up. Uh, 
rate and review wherever you're at, uh, whatever streaming service you use. If you can review, that would be great. I uh, would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, for sticking with us for this year too, as we wrap up uh, 2022 and we, we move into 2023. Uh, keep an eye out for the, uh, the death pool episode that will be coming soon. Uh, we just have to find uh, obviously a, a date uh, that obviously works for everyone. And ideally we get that done, you know, sometime in January. <laughs> so uh, that'll be coming soon. Stay tuned. It's the annual Sarcasm Speaks Celebrity Death Pool. Like I said, if you've been with us long enough, uh, you know, you know, it's a, it's a great time. Last year we had five people on the screen at once. So it went pretty well. Um, so you can get us on uh, Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook page, Sarcasm Speaks, uh, website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, there it is. There's the coaster. You can get literally anything with our logo on it. Uh, thank you to mybookie.com. <clears throat> Use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. Uh, and you can also use that same promo code SarcasmPod at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, to get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. Uh, great fucking stuff they got over there, grillyourassoff.com. Uh, so go check them out and use the promo code SarcasmPod. So until next time, good night.